0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. One of the best shows
1: of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We
2: had a big bear of a man. It was called Mal Evans. It was on
1: roadie, and uh, mm-hmm. I was coming back on the plane, and he said, "Will you pass the salt and pepper?" And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, "What,
0: salt and pepper?"
1: Listen to season two of McCartney: A Life in Lyrics on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast Finding Matt Drudge.
2: to sean hannity's show on a friday 800-941- sean our number you want to be a part of the program uh let me let me go to what's been happening in afghanistan so it's now day 34 americans held hostage abandoned by joe biden behind enemy lines you had, you know, and Blinken, you know, admitting this past week that there are thousands of, of American green card holders. We think, though, less than a, a hundred. They don't have a number. They can't get a number for anything. They've never been able to get a number, which in and of itself is a, a national disgrace. Uh, we should know Daryl Issa, who I trust a lot more, who's been involved in heroic efforts to help. Some Americans escape Afghanistan. You, you're going to hear a lot of these stories. I've been telling you that, too. And we're beginning to now have some of them available. Um, I, anyway, but we abandon our fellow Americans. And if you add their families, it's over a thousand Americans that we know for sure. Thousands of American green card holders. And now we got story after story of beheadings, story after story of, of people being shot in the street. Now we have nine and ten year old beheadings that have taken place. It's all being chronicled. You know, the story I forgot it was the Epic Times maybe yesterday, women literally in a month go from wearing western clothing back to full-on burqa face covered the whole bit, videotapes of women being beaten, I mean literally beaten in the streets for whatever minor offense that they might have committed against the ever so powerful uh Taliban. And in the course of this insanity, while It's it's every single person that I know that's ever served, especially in Afghanistan or Iraq, they cannot they cannot wrap their minds around how we abandon Americans and how we abandon tens of thousands of Afghan allies and American green card holders and their families behind enemy lines. They can't understand it. And many of them retired Navy SEALs, retired Special Op, retired 82nd Airborne. They have all on their own with the financing of of other people and different groups. I don't know how much I'm allowed to tell or mention at this point. But there are great Americans that have stepped up to the pl- to the plate to help them. Congressmen that I know that have been working around the clock, well, like their Elisa, like our friend, Dr. Ronnie Jackson, is going to join us in a minute. Um, people like Corey Mills, who we've told you about now. You heard about the case of Miriam. Now, we had her on our TV show the other night, and she, as the State Department directed, made her way to the airport, although they could not ensure her safety. She got there, and every time she was turned away, and she had her three children with her. And and at the last point, she had a gun pointed right at her head, and she couldn't get out. And the last plane took off and she was abandoned, an American and her children. So with the help of of Ronnie Jackson and Corey Mills and other American heroes, one day we'll be able to introduce them to you. They went to Plan B and Plan B was all right, let's get up to the to the to the northern part of Iraq where the resistance is. And they got to. the airport up north uh and they then of course the taliban stopped planes from flying out of the brief e sharif airport i think is how you say it and so then that plan died then they went to plan c and they went to a third country how they got there what country it is the details are not forthcoming you know it's it's been a disaster this is miriam and dr ronnie jackson on my tv show
0: so my story was that i was go to afghanistan to visit my family my father was sick I visit him I also have my brother's wedding I went gone to Afghanistan to visit him and of course it was for me to go that time you know and we stay for 20 days after 20 days I want to come back home you know I asked my husband if he can book tickets we can go and come back home early but there was not tickets was all the tickets were sold out. So, so we try stay a little bit more longer, and that's uh, 16 we have a Corona test, you know, that time was Taliban attacked Kabul, you know, they were in Kabul, and we tried to reach a State Department, a State Department don't help us, you know. My question was from President, you know, why they left me behind, and was my family.
3: Sean, we still have others, and Miriam has talked to me about numerous people that are still left behind. She was there with her family, with her three small children, Sean, ages 15 to 2, that had to watch their mother be threatened every day at the Taliban checkpoint. She had, a, as she said, a gun placed to her head on two occasions. She was beaten. She has bruises all over her body. Her son was struck. Her uncle was beaten relentlessly. And, and, and they were they were almost killed every day.
2: All right. Joining us now is Congressman and Dr. Ronnie Jackson from the great state of Texas uh, to talk about this situation. Uh, first of all, thank you for your efforts, Corey Mills, for his efforts, others involved for their efforts. They It's the mazar sharif airport where, in fact, they, she was turned away. We had chartered airplanes waiting to take off. The Taliban wouldn't let them do it well. I, so it was hard for me to understand everything she was saying the other night but maybe you can explain the whole story your involvement to bring us you know up to speed
3: yeah Sean I want to appreciate I want to tell you I appreciate you having me on the show and thank you for having uh, Miriam who's one of my constituents on the show who just make sure all of your uh your listeners understand she is an american citizen she was born in afghanistan her husband was born in afghanistan and they are u.s citizens blue passport holders that live here they work and live in my district in amarillo texas and her extended family is over there so she and her children uh, three children ages 15 to 2 went to Afghanistan to visit their grandparents and their extended family uh, like any you know family would, would do and they got over there not knowing that when they got there that they were going to be trapped behind enemy lines surrounded by ISIS and the Taliban uh in defending for themselves and have their own government abandon them. That that's exactly what happened. They started trying to get out. They worked you know, they, they her husband called my office to start with, which was a natural thing to do. I'm gonna call my congressman because my family can't get out because they had already, like Miriam said, tried to get out uh you know via you know just routine means and they couldn't get out. They were starting to get panicked. The Taliban was moving into the city. They called my office. I did what any congressman do, I picked the phone up and called the State Department for help. The State Department was absolutely useless, Sean. Useless. We passed them all the information. They did nothing to help Miriam. Miriam was getting these standard text that everybody get, that everybody was getting. This is the State Department. If you're an American citizen, please click on the link and register. You know to, uh, where you're at. It's on. I mean, yeah, it by crazy. the way,
2: and then they say make your way to the airport, but we can't guarantee yeah. your safety. And then on another day, you may not want to go to the airport today because it's dangerous. Then another day, if you're at the airport, go home because it's very dangerous. I mean, these are the insane messages. And then telling charter planes, you can't land in the U.S. And if you get permission to land in another country, but they need our approval, it's not forthcoming. Yeah, that's our State Department, all right.
3: And, and, you know, basically the State Department, not only that, but Corey Mills and his team, which were all former special operators, right, patriotic Americans who wanted to do the job that the State Department wouldn't let our military do because our military was chomping at the bit to get out into Kabul and find these people and bring them back and it was the pentagon the department of defense that stopped that from happening and the, and the secretary of the state the state department but anyway they 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 were trying to get in they Corey flew a plane in and circled the Kabul like they circled like 12 times they were in the air for an hour trying to land in Kabul, and the military would not the state department and the military would not let them land their plane in Kabul. they had a plane they had a tactical team they were going to land the plane they were going to go into Kabul. they were going to gather up as many as 30 americans put them on the plane and get them out of there and the state department said no they would not let them land. And I'll tell you why they did that, because the State Department didn't want the narrative to be that there were, that there were private citizens coming in and doing the job that they couldn't do. This was a disaster. They knew it, and the American people, they, they didn't want them knowing that other people were having to come in and do their job for them. So they would rather see Americans die than, 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 you know, than, than a bad story about the State Department, and that's really what drove a lot of this. But Miriam and her family tried relentlessly to get out of there. They were beaten, they were threatened, and the, the last day on the thirty, on the 30th, 31st of August, when the Americans pulled out in the middle of the night, and, and we abandoned the airport in Kabul, it was obvious they weren't getting out of Kabul at that point. At that point, the Taliban was already in their neighborhood, Sean, looking for them. Thank God, Corey Mills, who was who was trying to help them out, he had Afghans that had helped him as a contractor and worked with these special operators in Afghanistan. They were still on the inside, and Corey uh, knew how to contact them. Corey contacted them. Corey had safe houses and you know, armored vehicles and things like that. They were still in Afghanistan. They utilized those resources, took the family from my district, moved them to a safe house. Every night they were moving them to a different safe house to keep them safe. They eventually moved them up, like you said, to uh, uh, Marjorie Sharif, where they thought the Taliban influence was less to get them out there. They couldn't get out there, once again, because the Taliban wouldn't let them move, because the Taliban was essentially holding them as hostage, waiting on the United United States government to recognize them as the official government. That's what they told us, that they were waiting on getting their government fully up and running and being recognized. Until that time, they weren't going to let any Americans leave. And so it was at that point that we realized they're not getting out of that airport either. So Corey and his team worked to sneak them across the border into a third country, which, like you said, I won't mention because they're still trying to utilize that a little bit. But as soon as they crossed the border, Sean, as soon as they crossed the border, the State Department rolled in and started trying to take credit for it. These were the first four Americans to make it out of Afghanistan, after we abandoned the airport at Kabul the only four Americans to make it out by ground or air at that time, and the State Department jumped all over it, and the next morning they had a story out saying, we got four Americans out over a Ground Bridge last night. We told you we had a plan, and we told you that we're going to get people out. They didn't have a damn thing to do with it, Sean. Let me tell you how much they didn't have to do with it. I questioned Blinken about it at the Foreign Affairs Committee the other day, whenever I questioned him in front of the committee, and he was acting like, well, he said, I- I'm pretty sure that we did a lot more than you're, than you're giving us credit for. And he tried to reference my family and, and what happened. He named the wrong country he said uzbekistan they didn't go to uzbekistan the guy didn't even know and then the next day the very next day after that hearing sean and twice since then so three times the state department has now called my family the one that the ones that we got out in amarillo texas and they want to know where they're at in afghanistan they want to start trying to help them get out they're not in afghanistan they're back in amarillo now the state department doesn't even know it and they're trying to they're trying to say they were involved in getting them out this is this state department is pathetic sean pathetic
2: quick break more with dr ronnie jackson talking about the heroism of american retired special forces uh going behind enemy lines and successfully rescuing americans in this case a mother and of three children we'll get more on that Marsha blackburn and your calls at the bottom of the hour As we continue with Dr. Ronnie Jackson, I, I'm just sitting here, and first I'm grateful. I'm grateful to people like you and Corey, and, and Americans will learn about these other heroes that are themselves still today behind enemy lines, all in an attempt to do what our government didn't do, is safely evacuate Americans. The, the saddest thing to me in all of this is how easily preventable all of it was, Congressman. I mean, when the Taliban began their march from from the south all the way up to the northern part of the country, um, when they made their march, the world was watching. We were watching the Afghan military collapse in every province. Joe Biden was still bragging about how well trained they were in July. That, That was just a lie based on the evidence. And and yet they continued with that lie. And then they waited and waited until the Taliban made their way to Kabul. We had March, April, May, June, July to safely evacuate every American, every green card holder, every American family member. Every Afghan ally that we we gave our solemn vow we would get them out if this day ever came and evacuate the billions and billions and billions of dollars of military equipment. This was the most preventable uh, foreign policy disaster ever. And now we we do you have any idea? Do you have your your estimate of how many Americans are still trapped behind enemy lines beyond the thousands of green card holders that even Wink and Blinken admits? Well, like
3: you said, we got thousands of green card holders. We have many thousands of SIV applicants and SIV people that we wanted to get out, that we, were, that we told we'd get out. We have hundreds, Sean, hundreds of Americans over there. I don't know the number, but it's in the hundreds, believe me, that couldn't get out. You know, this is a scary thing, Sean. As soon as my family got out, they basically put out the Taliban and said, we're going we're gonna to facilitate letting American citizens out unless they're dual citizens. If they were born here in Afghanistan, we don't consider them to be American citizens, even if they are and they have blue passports. So they're not going to let those people out. They're saying that those people aren't coming out. But Sean, you make a good point. We could have done one thing. Only one thing would have changed if we would have kept Bagram, just kept Bagram. We could have done everything else the same. If we would have kept Bagram and we had fighters on the ground there, we had attack aircraft, we had special operations there, we had intelligence, surveillance surveillance and reconnaissance capabilities there, the Taliban would not have dared rolled into Kabul and surrounded that. Airport like that. That wouldn't have happened. And and, and it just I mean, it boggles my mind why we gave up B- Bagram. I mean, we walked Not only that, but we, we let them release thousands and thousands of ISIS prisoners when we walked away from Bagram. Those people were in Kabul now looking for American citizens. And like I've said before, Sean, if the Taliban catches you and you're an American citizen there, a green heart holder or a, an interpreter that helped us, they might try to ransom you for money or weapons or whatever. If ISIS catches you, they're putting you in an orange jumpsuit and they're cutting your head off on the internet. That's what they do. So these people are in incredible danger right now. And it's all because Joe Biden mismanaged this entire thing from the very beginning, all because he wanted a political headline. He wanted the headline on September the 11th to be that 20 years after this, Joe Biden was the big hero that got us out of Afghanistan. He was doing everything for political purposes. and He doesn't
2: even talk about Afghanistan anymore. He doesn't mention no. them. I mean, what what yeah. what, are, what are the options? I've got to imagine, first of all, anything that w- we'd be involved in, our special op forces retired that are risking their lives to do this, uh, the odds are not in their favor, are they?
3: No, they're a huge disadvantage. I mean, think about it. You, you, you basically have turned the country back over in a much worse position than it was the day we got there, right? You have all of these people that hate us now, and be, let's be honest, a lot of the afghan troops that fought that, you know that, that we trained that were supposed to be the resistance for the taliban they now are part of the taliban and a lot of them hate americans too now because we left them in a bad position we put them and their families in danger so they've switched sides they no, they're, they're beginning to die
2: well we we yeah. just get reports yeah. daily i i i tell everybody every day what's going on there Um, I appreciate the report. Our best to Miriam, uh, our best to Corey, our best to you. Our many thanks for the heroism you have shown and are showing. And and the only thing I can say is that there are going to be great stories of heroism like this to come. Uh, And, you know, on behalf of a very grateful nation, every life there matters. And as many as you can possibly save, Uh, I'm grateful. I really am. Uh, and how Joe Biden can live and sleep at night after this debacle is beyond my understanding. Thank you, Congressman totally Ronnie great. Jackson. Eight hundred nine four one. 941 is our number. Quick break, right back.
0: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. betmgm and game sense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices please gamble responsibly betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager washington dc only please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER good song the johnny carson theme right hey who wrote that
1: skip who do you think it's your buddy hi everyone Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge.
0: to this show one time and you're hanitized. sean hannity is back on the radio I right, 25 to the
2: top of the hour toll free we'll get your calls in here 800-941 sean you want to be a part of the program we have more details as i told you the taliban's execution of this pregnant female police officer beyond gruesome as i predicted it would only be a matter of time when w- women could not go to school work and girls could not go to school now reuters is pointing out the taliban has ordered only boys to return to school uh any shock uh joe in the white house if you're paying any attention to the islamic emirates of afghanistan and the americans you abandoned and and green card holders that you abandoned and afghan allies that you abandoned and billions of dollars in military equipment you gave to terrorists and remember, they made such a big deal about the drone strike. Uh, it turns out that drone strike that they we just got a ISIS leader that was about to go kill Americans at at Karzai International Airport. Yeah, turns out it was an aid worker and seven children that they took out with that drone strike. Here's what he was questioned in the Senate this week: The guy the Biden administration droned was he an aid worker or an ISIS K operative? Uh,
0: the administration is of course of- reviewing. Reviewing. That uh, that strike, uh, and reviewing. I'm sure that a you know full assessment will be will be forthcoming. So you don't
2: know if it was an aid worker or an ISIS K operative.
0: Uh, I can't speak to that, and I can't speak to that in this setting in any event. So you don't know or won't tell us. Uh, I don't I don't know because we're, we're reviewing it. Well, see, so you'd think you'd kind of know before you all
1: breaking
2: July in July. By the by the time Joe Biden was telling us how well trained the Afghan army was, they had already collapsed and and ceded 60% of the geographic area of Afghanistan, now the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan, to the Taliban. So he's just lying. Now the question of whether he told his Chinese counterpart that he would tip them off if America was to to defend itself against China or, or attack China, a hostile regime, an enemy regime, unbelievable, or colluding with Nancy Pelosi to try and undermine the, the constitutional authority that is clearly for one person, the commander-in-chief, the president. End of sentence. Anyway, here's uh, General Milley. Previously said from this podium and in sworn testimony before Congress that the intelligence clearly indicated multiple scenarios were possible. One of those was an outright Taliban takeover following a rapid collapse of the Afghan security forces and the government. Another was a civil war and a third was a negotiated settlement. However, the time frame of a rapid collapse, that was widely estimated and ranged from weeks to months and even years following our departure. There was nothing that I or anyone else saw that indicated a collapse of this army and this government in 11 days. Unbelievable. Now, Senator Marshall Blackburn of the great state of Tennessee is saying that Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Anthony Blinken, Lloyd Austin, General Milley should all resign and face impeachment and removal from office. I think for many of the reasons that I believe, uh, we welcome the senator back to the program. Senator, thank you for being with us. We appreciate it. Uh, senator, am I right or is General Milley right? Was this something that just appeared magically 11 days? Nobody saw it coming. Or was the Taliban on the march for months and months in the, in the spring and in early summer, and the whole world saw it happening?
4: Sean, as you have said repeatedly, and I appreciate that you show the map, they were on the march. Even our intel agencies and the CIA had warned the administration that they were aggressively moving. They pulled their people out. Our intel community came out several weeks before Kabul collapsed. Now, what we do know is by talking with General Scott Miller and others, we know that it was recommended that we keep the 2,500 troops on the ground, that we do the orderly process, conditions-based withdrawal. But that is not what Joe Biden wanted. He wanted to circle September 11th on the calendar, and then he wanted to take a victory lap, on September, and say, September 11th and say, hey, look at me, I'm the guy, I'm the one that ended this war. And because of this, we have 13 members of the military that have lost their lives. They're never coming home. We have those that are injured. We have Americans, as you said, Afghan partners, allies that are all behind enemy lines, and God bless them. I hope they stay safe until we can find a way to get them out.
2: I can't believe we abandoned our fellow Americans behind enemy lines, Senator. And I know you in your office, you're getting calls from families uh, and right. even people. And, and they're telling us, oh, it's less than 100. But Blinken admitted there's, over, there's thousands of green card holders. They have every right to be in this country. Yeah. And I'm, I'm being told, my sources tell me a minimum of 300 Americans were left behind now, today, still enemy lines, abandoned by Joe. And if you add their family members, it's well over a 1,000. Now, the estimates range from 300, 400, 500. Darrell Issa thinks, I don't have an exact number, and they don't have an exact number. That infuriates me, Senator.
4: Well, it is infuriating to all of us, and it is absolutely pathetic that our U.S. Department of State cannot tell you how many Americans are behind enemy lines, how many people are trying to get out of that They can't tell you what the status of women and girls are in that country. Uh, The people that have left, some of the people that got on those planes and left, had no vetting at all. They're people that the Taliban decided they would let through. But we're continuing to work. My office has had about 2,000 cases dealing with people trying to come out of afghanistan and if we have that kind of number other senate offices have that kind of number so i think that the state department is underestimating every category our citizens our siv holders their families the siv applicants our partners that we're seeking to get out of there and then the afghan women and children like the musicians the orchestra like uh women who were teachers in schools uh they that they are in harm's way they're going to face torture they'll be raped children will be taken as child brides the conditions are just atrocious and as i continue to say The Taliban is a terrorist organization. We call this the war on terror because we were fighting an ideology. And now Joe Biden and his missteps, they have given the Taliban a country to run. It is, as you said, the Islamic Emirate, And now they are partnering up with China, with Iran, with Russia. And the world is a much less safe place today because of what Joe Biden has done.
2: I I just can't believe it. Now, when we look big picture and we look at the border, for example, uh, now Ted Cruz, we actually had to use Ted Cruz's videos because the FAA uh, banned drone use uh, because they didn't want the Americans to see the Fox drone images. Now, the Department of, uh, uh, of Public Safety in Texas did an end run around Biden's FAA ban on Fox News border uh, drone flights, and now we have a helicopter. And Bill Malusion is delivering an aerial view. I mean, you got ten thousand people under this bridge, over two hundred thousand in the month yes. of August. Uh, there's a high rate of COVID positivity among the people that are making, trying to make their way to the the United States. That basically, if they they get here, they get processed and they're allowed in. They're placed in overcrowded Joe Biden cages. Then they're not tested for covid. They're not there's no vaccine mandate for illegal immigrants and they're dispersed around the rest of the country. And we're going to get lectures and mandates from Joe Biden as he's, you know, now um, now allowed nearly two million people into this country illegally since he's been president.
4: Well, and the fact that the White House continues to try to suppress information and they're trying to do it on the border by stopping the drones and disallowing that footage, and then the fact that they are trying to push people into communities without information as to who these people are, without proper vetting. And, Sean, in addition to what you've just mentioned, we know that in these Afghan um The individuals that are coming out of Afghanistan, that not only is there an issue with COVID, there is an issue with measles. And that is what you're seeing in some of the vetting centers in Italy and over at Ramstein in Germany. So, of course, we're concerned for these individuals and the trauma that they have endured. We also are concerned for the health and safety of American communities where where you would have refugees from Afghanistan that have not been through the vetting process or haven't completed that process or where you would have individuals from the southern border that would not have completed or even had any vetting process uh, what we want to do is to make certain that that border southern border gets secured it is time to go build a wall if they're looking for infrastructure projects Build the wall. Everything is there. Our Border Patrol wants it. And I found it so interesting that we're beginning to hear that some of the leadership team from DHS is beginning to leave because of what is happening at the southern border. And I think we all have concerns. We know that previously, earlier this year, there were a couple of people on the terrorist watch list that were apprehended at the southern border we know that one of the escapees from the prison at Bagram was apprehended in France. There are 5,000 terrorists that were let out of that jail. The porous nature of the southern border is of tremendous concern to us for the security of our communities. I talk to women every day who basically will tell me they are a security mom. They are concerned about the security of their communities, safe streets. They're frustrated with the defund the police and those initiatives. They want to see the southern border secure. They want their children to be in safe environments when they go to school, when they go away to college. They want to be able to take their families without fear. To public events like sporting events and concerts, and they're just tremendously concerned with what is going on in the country and the lack of attention to the security of this nation by knowing who is coming into the country and why they are choosing to come here.
2: Well, that's the biggest super spreader event of all, isn't it, Senator? Quick break. We'll come back more on the other side with Senator Marsha Blackburn, Tennessee. We'll get to your calls. The final hour free for all news roundup hour straight ahead.
0: The final hour of the Sean Hannity show is up next. Hang on for Sean's conservative solutions.
3: all
2: right we continue with the great senator from uh, the state of tennessee Marsha blackburn is with us when you look at the disaster that's afghanistan the disaster that's covid the disaster that you know three hundred percent more cases than this time last year before the election when you look at the disaster at the border the disaster now we're begging opec to produce more oil cuz joe abandoned energy independence you look at the the world foreign policy situation around the world you look at inflation in the economy uh... buck fifty more a gallon on average around the country thanks to joe's policies everything now we buy costs more as a result of shipping costs on top of the inflation of everything else, uh, I, I just I can't imagine that things could go so off the rails in eight short months like this.
4: That is one of the things that is a very concern uh, to people. I hear from people every single day, and they say, what are they doing? Because the speed at which they are trying to radically change this country is alarming. It used to be concerning to people, but, Sean, now it is absolutely alarming to them. I heard from a woman earlier today who is not political at all. And it was a cry of desperation. What can you do to stop this, and they're concerned about the health of the economy, they're concerned about inflation, they're concerned about the border, they're fearful of what happened in Afghanistan and of seeing an uptick in terrorism, and they would they would like to see a return to a an America first policy where we say we're not America alone we are america first in protecting this great nation protecting the american dream protecting our citizens and being able because we are strong being able to reach out and help others protect themselves
2: we appreciate your work senator and I know you're pe- pushing a bill to honor 13 of our Fellow Americans, yeah. courageous men and women that gave their lives in Afghanistan uh, because yeah. of Joe Biden's unmitigated disaster in Tobacco. Uh, I hope you're successful. We always appreciate you being on the program. Thank you for being with us. 800 941 Sean, toll free telephone number. Uh, we'll meet the guy that's putting up these billboards of Joe Biden uh, making the Taliban great again. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Quick break, right back.
4: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Auto Parts! One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round.
2: We had a big bear of a man, who's was called Mal Evans, he was on
1: roadie, and uh, mm-hmm. I was coming back on the plane, and... He- he said Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said what? Salt
4: and pepper.
1: Listen to season two of McCartney A Life and Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.